0: I'm Hugh. I'm Linda. Together we're Hinda.
1: And this is HindaCast. Hugh, can you believe it's only been three days since we last recorded?
0: I know, and so much has happened in three days.
1: Seriously, it's like six weeks, isn't it? Uh,
0: It's it's as bottomless as Taylor's sex bag of toys. (laughs) Or is that toy bag of sex? I I don't know what it was. It was
1: just so weird. I know, but (laughs) it was so wrong, wasn't it?
0: (laughs) Yeah, but it was totally intentional.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, she absolutely said it within yards. Feet, inches. inches earshot is what I mean to say. <laughs> six inches of
0: Hugo. Like what? What the hell's going on?
1: What the hell is going on about her boyfriend, her ex-boyfriend being in touch and wanting to sext her and all of that?
0: It's all about putting them down. It's all about doing it in front of other people, taking pleasure in somebody else's misery. Quite frankly,
1: yeah, I think so. But I just thought it was amazing the camera shots that you could see his face, and he was obviously what the hell is going, on and he was completely shell shocked. And yet the guys around him and either side of him were having a perfectly. Normal conversation.
0: Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, you're getting into all the little nuances, and yeah. nuances of know. it. And yeah, Eric. there's so much more we need
1: yeah. to unpack. Okay. There is. I get there it. is.
0: The first episode on The Retreat was all about Taylor and Hugo and then the big four, Melinda and Leighton and Harrison and Bronte. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was interesting to see the dynamics between those four, wasn't it?
0: Oh, yeah. But it's been coming a while. Cause it, it was a it.
1: battle of wills.
0: Yeah, but right from the very start, Melinda has been the one that called out Harrison.
1: Yeah, 100%. And she never went behind the door about that. She saw right through him from the get-go.
0: And it's basically her life mission now to expose Harrison and hunt him down.
1: Well, it's like they're, he's her arch nemesis and vice versa.
0: Yeah, you'd wonder how much of it is actually because they realise that somebody like him is and airtime and she wants to be part of it.
1: I don't know. I wonder how much of it is because Harrison just cannot handle a strong woman. Mm. He just doesn't know what to do with her. Yeah. Like he's broken Ronte.
0: True, true. Absolutely. And if you notice, Evelyn is in hot pursuit. She she recognises the game as well and she's up there as well chasing Harrison as well.
1: She does. And I think in in, in fairness to, to Evelyn, she is a clever girl. Like she does see right through. That said, she 100% wants the airtime. She wants to grab as many headlines as she possibly can.
0: Can. as I've said before she's a pro she's yeah. been there before she's, with she's Big Brother she's been there and, she's, and she's, she's danced the dance yeah, absolutely she. she knows what she's about we got naive that's what really triggered Bronte I'll give me a break seriously of all, all the things
1: that were that could have been said or that were said certainly and she just hung on to that one word naive Bronte you're lucky I wasn't there
0: do you think though any of that was genuine do you think like sometimes it is life is like that one word can trigger you it sort of it unlocks everything that somebody's talking about when you hear a particular word. Do you think Naive genuinely bothered to that much? Well,
1: you know what they say, Hugh? The truth hurts. And that <laughs> yeah. was the truth. Okay. She is bloody Naive.
0: So the answer is yes?
1: The answer is yes.
0: All right. Okay.
1: Okay. But yeah. I mean, there were a lot of things said and everybody was on board. Everybody was saying it to her. I mean, even Tani. Tani who was usually Switzerland, she just <laughs> not get involved in anything, you know? And and she had her say as well. And she absolutely supported what Melinda said and, and what Claire said. You know, it was just, it was crazy. But Bronte just didn't want to know... She She just was completely Team Harrison.
0: Did anything else of note when you think about it happen in that first episode, other than obviously the girls decided to go off and spy on the lads and listen in on the conversation, and we'll we'll get into that in a second. But I think that was really
1: oh, that was horrific. I actually yeah. when the when the episode was closing and and they they came up with this idea to spy on the guys and everything, I was cringing. Well, I, I was screaming, no, no, don't do it.
0: I I thought I was actually watching Love Island in the dark.
1: Yeah, it was a recipe for disaster, wasn't it?
0: Well, hold on. There's no doubt about it. Mark Married at Foresight and Love Island, they are definitely slowly morphing into the one programme.
1: Yeah, but I think that the couples tend to be an awful lot younger on Love Island. Like, I mean, there was 18 and 19-year-olds on Love Island. Yeah. And they're all in their late 20s and 30s on and, on and, and, and maths.
0: I know. But we're expected to believe now on this, that these two girls managed to creep up on the fellas, go all the way across, creep up on the lads with a camera crew in tow.
1: With those high heels and Melinda's dress her skin-tight dress and everything.
0: Stepping into me. Yeah,
1: I know. Oh, yeah I know it's a bit far fetched
0: I think what basically oh yeah we're also asked to believe that they happened to just listen to that bit of the conversation when Harrison was saying what he was saying and Leighton said about the relationship and they didn't get to hear when Leighton stood up for the relationship
1: no they didn't but I don't think that was really ever in question I don't think that Melinda ever called Leighton out on that saying you didn't stand up for me it was all about what Harrison said it was never going to be uh, Leighton's reaction to it it was always going mm-hmm. to be what Harrison said Yeah. but no I I, I was cringing. I just thought that was absolutely a step too far you know come on we're not that well we are gullible obviously we're watching it but you know it, that was just forget about it that was just beyond belief to think that that would happen it was so immature wasn't
0: it it's another but dial
1: yeah it was just the, uh, two of the strongest characters two of the strongest women they're being portrayed as two of the strongest women and yet they're kind of reduced to, to earwig and then,
0: oh come on what actually happened was I'd say they were asked to do that scene okay and then the producers showed them some footage from the lads that's what happened
1: Probably, yeah, she look at it. And we could be arguing about that all night. He, seriously, we're never going to know what happened. And do we really care? It made great television.
0: It did make great television. It really did.
1: Although it was cringy, it made great television.
0: Yeah, because I suppose we could cut to the chase. It got to the stage where we thought, oh, would Melinda, did she doubt Leighton? And actually, in the end, she didn't. The only thing between them, really, the only friction they had was how they dealt with it and whether Leighton stood up to Harrison.
1: Well, yeah, I think Leighton did um, stand up to Harrison, but i think he was you know a little bit put out um by the fact that i, th- I th- it's not that i think he believed what harrison said oh my god bronte is so upset she's there sobbing and she's been sobbing for the last half hour over something that melinda went and and layton was kind of going whoa that's not cool it's not cool to make any woman mm. cry and it's not cool for a man to make a woman cry and it's not cool for a woman to make a woman cry either no. because you know strong women don't put other women down they build them up <sighs>
0: Yeah, I I'd, I'd some sympathy for Leighton, uh, especially with the fact that the girls had supposedly listened in on the lads' conversation. And Leighton's point that, you know, guys are trying to open up. It's hard enough for guys to open up as it is. And then you go and eavesdrop on them.
1: Yeah, there's supposed to be this protected space, just like there was, I suppose, on the night out. I kind of got mm. where Hugo was coming from, saying I thought that I was I was venting with friends. And obviously it wasn't a safe space. And then here we go again, the next safe space they have to talk and, and vent and Men have every right to talk, like just like women do.
0: And guess what? Evelyn was involved again. Again. So it sounds very much like it really brings the butt dial into into question into dispute. into disrepute yeah
1: yeah i know no it, it was amazing but listen what about the other couples what about what about claire and jesse how did think take on claire
0: and jesse my issue with claire and jesse is i just don't know and the reason i don't know is the two of them are great actors the two of them can make anything happen the two of them do look good together but then they just do and they can act very good together i've really doubted it since day one haven't i
1: yeah, but look at yeah. I, I I and I'm gonna stand by what I said. I think despite what was said at the dinner party, despite what um Harrison was saying about uh Claire just trying to protect her her image and all of that kind of stuff, yes there might have been some of that involved in it. But she didn't have to go to the lens that she actually went to for Jessie and they seemed genuinely happy on the retreat as far as I'm concerned. And I think despite what Jesse was saying again at the dinner party he was relaxed he was happy he was enjoying Claire's company so he genuinely was enjoying her company he was saying on his piece of camera the whole time how much they were enjoying each other's company how well they were getting on how much he liked her yeah but he's trying to convince himself
0: that it's happening
1: well, he looked—he looked pretty convinced to me. Mm. You know, he's not that good an actor. So mm. I was really, really surprised when he took to heart to Harrison's comments then at the dinner party. Harrison, of all people, like—I mean, look, at, Jesse, you've seen Harrison throw enough people under the bus. You should know—should know better. Yes, did he have doubts? Yeah, I'm sure he did. Yeah, and they're absolutely legitimate doubts.
0: But Harrison said almost word for word what I've been saying for the last few episodes.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be boasting about that. I you?
0: know. I feel terrible.
1: Can you actually believe he said that? I, I, feel yeah, I, I feel terrible. I wonder, why he too. actually
0: listening to the podcast now?
1: <laughs> I feel terrible too. I'm sitting here beside you looking at you going, really? <laughs>
0: I know. I know. I just, I'm sure I'm not half as attractive as I was 30 seconds ago now. But that's what he said. It was like, I said that been saying that and basically it is the case that her whole motive for staying in and for saying yes and for going through all of that was about her it was never about him
1: hang on for a second Harrison only said that because Claire was piping up and Claire was attacking him yeah I know and he was going to use anything at his disposal any ammunition at his disposal look we saw him doing the same to Melinda
0: doesn't stop it being true
1: well you know I, I doubt it was true because we know Harrison's a liar I wouldn't believe Believe, and I don't think many people would believe the Lord Prowse has made at this stage. No. You know, he's an absolute liar. He doesn't tell the truth, and he's been caught out in that so many times. I
0: know, but what he expressed was a view—a view that Claire was just staying in because. No, well, oh, sorry, he said, she Bronte Bronte. said. Bronte ah, Sorry, yeah. excuse me. Yeah, this she told Bronte.
1: Bronte said so, mm. and Claire denied it. I'd believe Claire over over Harrison any day of the week.
0: Yeah, fair enough.
1: Yeah, and that's my point. Fair enough. Um, and he really did get inside. Jesse's said, but as I said to you when we were watching, I said, look at Jesse's body language. He was like oblivious to what was going on with Claire and Harrison, completely oblivious. It was like he was at a different dinner party.
0: Yeah, you, you often see, sometimes I've seen footage online of fights breaking out in restaurants and places and people going mad, customers going mad in places. And there's always one guy sitting there eating his meal, totally oblivious to all the ructions. That was a bit like Jesse.
1: Yeah, Jesse seemed more interested in what was going on to his right than he was with what was happening with Claire on his left. Hmm. he just didn't seem to be interested or aware of the interaction between Claire and Harrison part of me said
0: maybe he was tuned out maybe he was thinking about his own thoughts maybe you wouldn't know whether we saw everything in sequence you wouldn't know whether they got them to film that again
1: even when even before Harrison um, attacked Claire and accused her of just being there to save her image even before that when Jesse was in camera shot he wasn't engaged in the interaction at all it was like as if he was superimposed at the table.
0: They came in at the cocktail party as this really loved up couple. Really close together, having fun and games, doing the old jump out uh, behind the drink section and all that. And the reality when you saw them at the table in kind of more normal interaction wasn't the same at all. No,
1: there was no interaction. That's my point. Mm. And there's just some sort of a disjoint there and I can't get my head around it. I can't get my head around what happened.
0: Just be aware we mightn't have seen everything in sequence.
1: Yeah, no, I don't doubt that we didn't see anything everything in sequence I mean I just have to look at the fact that Evelyn Evelyn's had her hair, hair. up yeah. it was down it was in a ponytail it was a bun it was all over the place Cameron the same mm. he seemed to put his hair up before Taylor came in and then all of a sudden it was down again
0: well <laughs> we looked at there was
1: a part where other parts Taylor, of might have Taylor been, came in other
0: parts of might have been up when Taylor came in
1: <laughs> yeah I kind of did think when he was getting ready for the dinner party that he was doing that for Taylor
0: you did that's the first thing you said
1: and you noticed that hug oh
0: Oh, I think everybody noticed that hug.
1: Oh, that was serious. I was just kind of waiting for him to drop a hand there or something like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or was that, again, was that just the producers just putting it in front of us?
1: Or for her to whisper something into his ear or vice versa (laughs) or change, exchange phone numbers.
0: Put a plane ticket into his pocket. (laughs) Oh. Do
1: you think that's why we didn't see too much of Lyndall and Cameron?
0: We hardly saw them at all. They were in the background the whole time, really, weren't
1: they? Literally in the background, yeah.
0: Can I say one more thing about Jesse and Claire they're sharing a bed and there's a great big Ferrari over them sharing a bed and they make a big fuss of it we didn't see them in the bed did we
1: we didn't see them in the bed at all but we do know that they decided to move back in together before Mm. the dinner party they had made that decision that they were going to move back in together yeah and again that's just what he started saying then at the dinner table was like what what where's this coming from and he should have said it to Claire he should have had that discussion with Claire if those were his fears those legitimate fears he should have talked them True,
0: I know. Could have, would have, should have, as you so often say.
1: Yeah, look at the last Rose of the fool. but we'll see. We'll see what happens at the commitment ceremony. What do you think they're going? What do you think is going to happen? Do You think either of them right stay or are they both going to leave, or what do you think is going to happen?
0: Oh, I suppose from Claire's point of view. Oh God, you see, I, I've got this wrong already. Yeah, we you know you. Yeah, sorry, what you're trying to make me wrong twice now, are you?
1: Don't dwell on it. Move on.
0: Okay, I'll just go with they both both leave.
1: Yeah, see, I think in fairness I think they're going to stay right I think that the experts will talk Jesse around I think they'll say don't be listening to Harrison they can't
0: talk them around the whole point of stay or leave is you write it on the envelope and you have it there and then you talk to the experts that's the way
1: it used to be Hugh Oh God! let's face it no I think that Claire will probably write stay and Jesse might like write leave again and the exact same thing will happen they'll say you know you need to work at this don't be minding Harrison you know you need to work in a relationship you were in a good place that you are getting on well and you need to go back to that place which is unfortunate because I think you know I was kind of feeling a little bit sorry for Claire at the table and if it was me I would have just put my hands up in the air and went do you know what Hugh that's fine you've got to do what you've got to do I'm out of here Aww. I can't do any more to make you believe me Aww. and if you choose at this stage not to after the brilliant two weeks we've had there really <laughs> isn't anything else I can do I'm sorry yeah I know I give up I know I wouldn't put myself through it.
0: I know. Well, he really doubted her in public. I mean, he more than doubted her, didn't he? He really discredited her.
1: He did. Yeah, he really, really did. And it was it was so unfortunate because I did high, have high hopes and so did the experts.
0: I've always felt it's built on sand.
1: still think one of them is going to write today. So we might get another week out of those two. Oh, I wonder if we can say the same about Alyssa and Duncan.
0: What just, name s- of God happened yeah, there? I was just thinking about them. Um, Alyssa, now... Look, it's very clear what Alyssa is doing. Alyssa is twisting conversations that she's having with her husband and telling other people totally different versions of the truth. Now, I'm t- trying to avoid the word lying, but she is. She's outright lying.
1: I think Alyssa is only hearing what she wants to hear. and that, That's probably a difference between lying and literally taking what you want from a conversation. I don't
0: know. I think it's pretty black and white. She basically put words in his mouth that he never said
1: she was looking she was like i want affection i want affection but i don't want to hug you know i need attention i need attention but i don't want you near me
0: whichever way linda she's not a happy camper
1: she definitely isn't there is some degree of self-sabotage there it's like she's just looking for cracks in the relationship that nobody else can see and nobody can understand why she's behaving like this i wonder is there something else going on in the background um off camera that we don't know about that's making her behave i don't know was her father or mother in touch with or whatever in touch or saying you're not doing the right thing here it's I, I don't know there's just something else going on that we don't know about
0: how much of it though is whore? just wanting to have a story and wanting to get airtime because that's essentially what she's there for.
1: In other words, things are going so well, we're fading into the background, so we need a little bit of drama. Yeah, but I said that last week. I said that last week. I felt that she was making problems that weren't there because she wants airtime. I did say that.
0: I know. That's why I'm wondering why you're not sticking to it.
1: I'm just looking at different angles. That's, That's really it because I can't get my head around it. She doesn't know what the hell she wants.
0: Yeah, well, she came out with the classic that Duncan wasn't her type. And half the girls spat their drink all over the table.
1: I spat my drink all over the table for Christ's sake. <laughs> Duncan is everyone's type. In fairness. There'd be a cu like move over, Alyssa. Like when there's a queue yeah. of women who want Duncan, let's face it.
0: If a group of women try to design a man, they'd probably come up with Duncan.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. No, I completely agree with you. He's practically perfect in every way. He's a male version of Mary Poppins. <laughs>
0: he's, a, he's a, another version of me I would have thought. Oh
1: of, uh, Hugh there's only one there's only one you obviously. Yeah
0: okay I'm unique. But, yeah
1: so I don't know what the story is mm-hmm. with Alyssa. Maybe they've sorted it out before the dinner party it's 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 difficult to say I think she doesn't really want to let go of it I think he's probably at the end of his tether Go. what in the name of God is going on here.
0: Yeah I, I get the feeling that he's coming near the end for him he'll go so far is he's near breaking point just yeah. that Feeling? Hey, let's let's flip it a little bit. And this is the problem, and this is the problem that we've identified before. We know nothing about Duncan. Yeah, we know absolutely nothing about him. We just saw him on the black motorbike in the leather gear. That's all we know. And I think it's maybe that lack of backgrounds that we're almost working in a vacuum here.
1: But he still, I still don't think he's done anything wrong, even though we don't know anything about no. him. Unless she has found out something about him that we don't know.
0: His language, you know, I I did sort of question when she was repeating. Back to the girls, what she saw as the conversation when she was kneeling down at the mirror. Of the, that conversation, and I was, I was saying, well, maybe it was the edit. And then I thought to myself, the language that he used. He went to her at one point and he said, you know, you can also come to me. What everything you said is right, and maybe I could have done those things, but you can also come to me. And even the way he used the word "also," he was being so diplomatic.
1: Yeah. To which he replied, "I didn't know where you were." And then in the next breath, she said. Like, I wasn't going to walk over to you playing tennis. Yeah. So he was quick to pull her up on that and saying, so you did know where I was. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, that was fair enough, though. I mean, she totally contradicted. Yeah, me. Yeah, of so. course.
1: No, yeah. like, look at it. Hang on for a second. I'm team Duncan and all of this. I don't know what's going on with the list. <laughs> I'd love to be inside her head. I'd love to I know thought you going to say is.
0: something else altogether there. <laughs> <Carry on. laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'd love to be inside her head. I'd love to know what's making her tick at the moment. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I have to say, the best I've heard is your initial theory. She's just looking for airtime.
1: Yeah, she's, she's making something out of it that's not there. And okay. they
0: are looking for airtime, though.
1: They are all looking for airtime. I air mean, time,
0: you yeah. saw a lot more of Ollie recently. Ollie is starting to make himself known. Ollie's funny. He is, but he's starting to make himself known.
1: He is, yeah. Ollie and Tanny did. There, there was a little, they got a little bit more airtime, but they got a little bit more airtime for the right reasons. Mm. You know, there was no drama between them. They were still very united still very sweet couple still very innocent um, but they were funny and their interactions were funny and you know what else is funny his haircut oh my god oh my god yeah no seriously
0: I'm going to get counselling tomorrow after that haircut I think
1: what is it about Australian and mullets I don't know like the Australians love the mullets these on, days guys
0: tell us write in to us about that please just
1: don't know what the fascination <laughs> is myself just don't know what the fascination is but yeah he's going to have a lovely mullet I'd say by the end of the commitment ceremony <laughs> Actually by the event The event of the When they were renewing their vows
0: Final vows the
1: Final vows yeah. Right,
0: get with the lingo Well we heard mention The final vows Alright but Jesse Didn't read that He was saying I'll go, We're going to get All the way to final vows And then We're going to go kaput So I don't know
1: Do you know who else Are going to make it To final vows Despite everything Oh H&B Yeah Those two idiots
0: it, like it's one of the weirdest thing ever. Well the marriage isn't over Just the relationship is over
1: you He did know, again, say that
0: though He did say that I didn't mishear that he did
1: say I that. think that this again Is a ploy I don't think any of it is real I think they're acting it It's a ploy It's a ploy because You know There wasn't as much Camera time on them They were getting a little bit Insignificant And all of a sudden They have to do something That's going to push them To the front yet again
0: And make it the Bronte and Harrison show And again. make
1: it the Bronte and Harrison show mm-hmm. Yet again Like Bronte Come on You're going to have no credibility At all when you leave this show
0: Yeah yeah, uh, she, she did a good job though when she broke down in tears and was on the floor and Lyndall was comforting her and all that. You you kind of thought that was real, didn't
1: you? I did think it was real but I didn't think it was real the way she was just sitting there and she wasn't standing up for herself and she was just taking it all and, and yet yeah, her piece of camera was I'm a strong woman I'm this and I'm that and I'm choosing oh, this God. and I'm, oh give me a break like seriously tell me something new for Christ's sake it's like a broken record listening to her. Talking
0: about lack of cre- credibility though Harrison has no credibility now.
1: Well, yeah Yeah, I think it was very clear at a dinner table. And it's interesting because John said, you know, this man has such a position of power amongst this group. No, he doesn't.
0: He certainly doesn't among the women. The women are openly rebelling against him. The lads, though, are strangely quiet, aren't they?
1: is it that none of them want to confront him he is very much an alpha male and I don't think any of them want to look bad by going up against him and he's very clever He's very. I
0: think the worry is though as a man if I was in that situation and I was sitting beside you I would be very worried about what he would say and I would be very worried that he might say something or I would be going through every word I'd spoken to him since the experiment began. began I would be genuinely worried and frightened about what he could possibly say that could put a divide between us
1: well in fairness we, we, we saw that you know we saw that he's well capable of bringing couple, other couples in and like he did with Melinda and Layton like he did with Jessie and Claire and totally decimate their relationship just to take the heat off himself.
0: yeah I mean it, with Melinda and Layton that time at the retreat it was touch and go because he did put a divide between them because she wanted to go and confront him when at the drinks and he was saying mm, I think we should just leave it. He was kind of having an approach like Cam had in the early days uh, maybe just leave it let's just concentrate on ourselves and she was saying no and it very easily could have spilled over and put a real divide. Now at the last minute Leighton came around but well, that mightn't have happened.
1: All she wanted for from Leighton was she, she wanted his support. She wanted to basically Layton to say Do you know what? you've got this you say what you want, whatever you want to say whatever you need to say that's fine I've got you I support you. Yeah. I don't think he even had to say anything.
0: He actually brought up back in she was walking away at one point and he kind of said no finish off what you're saying I have you I support you
1: yeah and he was very protective the way he had his hand around her so he I was, was really conscious of that um, and that gave her the encouragement to speak her mind and she knew that she had Leighton at her back
0: and we got that marvellous scene when Bronte and Harrison were crying out for support from the group and they were getting nothing back
1: they were getting nothing at all and you know what sometimes no answer is an answer oh, yeah. but it could be a, a yes or a no mm. they might have said oh well, nobody's saying anything because they, they they all agree that we have a fantastic relationship. Nobody's gone against us.
0: Yeah, but well the others did pipe up, a few of them did pipe up. Claire piped up. Claire uh, piped up,
1: that was really it. And Alyssa yeah. kind of put her finger in the air at one stage and then put it down again. I
0: uh, no, it was still damning. It was still damning and that's why they that's why they walked off.
1: Yeah, well it was it was really obvious. But they're gonna say yes on on the couch, they're gonna they're gonna make another go of it on the couch. Oh god, Which, uh, oh, god it's so just not credible. Get them off. I, I hope John like calls them to task. Well, He used the F
0: word. He said they were
1: fake so why are they allowed to stay on everybody said they're fake everybody all the experts all the other participants everybody said they're fake no but this is
0: the first time they openly said they were fake that has never been said about a single couple in maths well will
1: they follow it through will they do anything about it will they just let them coast through to the end and make a farce of the whole programme
0: maybe they'll say in real life some couples are fake the way they said it about the affair thing oh well affairs happen in real life couples can come back in you know affair
1: couple I don't know Hugh I'd rather see them go I think they need to go at this stage I need to look, I'm not even going to say to to salvage some semblance of credibility because that's all gone. That's called completely gone. That said, if I'm going to be completely honest, I'd miss them. (laughs) I wouldn't miss them. I would because they're just cringeworthy. It's like I love to at that dinner table when I could see Harrison smirking over the fact that he was, you know, putting a wedge between Claire and Jesse when he was making comments about Melinda and he was smirking. I Mm. literally felt like taking a drink myself and drinking drowning in <laughs> it I would oh god seriously I'd punch him in the face <laughs>
0: Will we miss Hugo and Taylor no no it, it was just a sad one, it was one way traffic really all the time wasn't it yeah I, d- it I didn't sad. like them
1: as a couple I just I didn't like no. either of them to be honest with you I just thought Hugo had no balls he just he just held he did he did nothing for me no there was nothing about it that I liked.
0: even tonight he had a great opportunity to actually take the reins and he was trying to take the reins but he just couldn't do it they walked back in and then he said said we've made a decision and she basically announced the decision when it was basically him that had called it off he should have just walked back in and said i finished it i just want to announce before she even got in i finished it
1: but even when he was saying to her well no look at i'm I'm not willing to be in a relationship with you anymore it's done he was so pc about it look you're a fantastic strong the strongest woman i've ever met and all this load of crap you know know. we're just not good together like why did you just say
0: it's not he was basically saying absolutely see it's you me. next Tuesday. He was saying it's not you it's yeah, me Yeah like you know
1: you're, yeah. you're seeing next Tuesday yeah. I can't stand the sight of you, you actually yeah. make my skin crawl yeah. and I wouldn't spit on you if you're on fire love. Because he kind of
0: gave me the impression when he was told that she wasn't going to be there I thought he was pretty happy about it actually. I
1: think he was laughing because he was nervous and I tend yeah. to do that too he was you know if I'm nervous I just laugh and mm-hmm. at the most inappropriate times but it's because I'm nervous and I think he was kind of doing the same thing he was just laughing at the whole, the whole spectacle, everything that was going on. It's like, oh my, like what in the name of God?
0: I know you'll laugh at this one, but in what planet were they ever going to get on?
1: Planet, there is no goddamn planet <laughs> that they were ever going to get on. Oh. That was never. From the time they met at the altar, there was no hope for either of them. No. Certainly, Taylor just wasn't having a bar of them. And then to come in then at a the dinner party and say, oh, well, I'm willing to give it another chance. And she was just about to lay down her her oh, laws yeah. and her, you know, her was at
0: the wedding. You know, her list of demands.
1: I don't think so, Taylor. <laughs> go and get yourself a life. As Melinda said, go back and feed your goats. Like, and then she, the admission she made about taking his wedding ring. Oh, so petty.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, it's oh, no. so petty. But again, again, though, Linda, she took pleasure in it. Yeah. You could really see it. She takes pleasure in because these Because
1: she's things. a sadist. Yeah. From day one, we call that. She's wow. an absolute sadist. Wow. She takes pleasure in inflicting pain on other people.
0: Wow, what a horrible uh, person. Moving on to the commitment ceremony on Sunday. Hugo and Taylor definitely gone. Any other leaves that you can see on the cards with Jesse and Claire you feel?
1: I think they'll stay another week. I think think, they'll both both stay.
0: Okay, is there any other leaves on the cards?
1: I'm wondering what's going to happen with Alyssa and mm, Duncan. I wonder too. And maybe what's what's happening in the background will come out be, because there's some other story there. There's some other backstory. Oh there. yeah, it's just not there normal. The way there with the way Alyssa certainly is is acting is not normal.
0: Either way, as ever, there will be a commitment ceremony on Sunday, and there will be a cast podcast on Sunday.
1: We look forward to chatting to you then.
0: As ever, keep watching maps, guys.
1: Take care everyone. you. Want.
0: We'll talk to you soon. Bye, bye for now. Bye bye. Before you go just a quick request please like and subscribe to our podcast and if you can pop on a notification that way you'll know when our podcast drops if you'd like to get in touch with the show you can email us on indacastreality at gmail.com indicastreality at gmail.com